0: On this week's GTA 6 O'Clock, everything we know about the characters, the hidden record in GTA Online, and have we found Lucia's voice actor? It's all here, on this week's GTA 6 O'Clock. Hello and welcome to GTA 6 o'clock. It is almost Christmas and we have a few lovely presents to give you in the form of some informed speculation and discussion this week. I am James and as I said, lots of great topics coming up and joining me to discuss them all is Dan Dawkins. Oh, 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 hello everybody. Hello Dan. Good to have you back on the podcast episode five. We are already a month into this show, a month and a bit into this show and Christmas is just around the corner. So I wanted to kick off things this week with two uh, little tidbits. The first is, as I said at the top, there is a hidden record that has been added into GTA Online this week, it is Damn Funk Presents the Music of Grand Theft Auto Online original score, which is a brand new album featuring tracks from the likes of Health and Soulwax and Ramper. some of the biggest and most beloved updates from GTA Online are in there. It is available now to play on Spotify and Apple Music, but it is also a collectible in-game which you have to do a series of tasks including you have to call an in-game radio station called west coast classics you'll get a message from dj poo who has hidden a special mix of the album somewhere in town you then need to go track it down and eventually once you find a usb stick you can do a series of things in game i'm not going to go into too much detail but if you want to find out people have already found it, there are already guides on the internet, but it does allow you to then play that album in GTA Online as you are driving around. Dan, this is the kind of thing I can see becoming very prominent in GTA 6 or whatever GTA Online becomes in the future. Uh, It feels to me like a limited time event and could it tie into the developing world or the city that we saw in, well, we didn't see GTA 5, we saw a little bit In Red Dead Redemption 2, as time goes on, things change, buildings get built, things adapt, music changes, that kind of thing. I think this could be a good test case from Rockstar of testing that kind of thing.
1: I think test is the right word. It feels peculiar. They would use this dynamic just to release a new soundtrack. I understand, of course, you can just get it from Spotify, which is Mm -hmm. great. That's the easiest way to listen to it. But why? And, you know, I'm also laughing. A USB stick. What is this? 2003? Um, At least they didn't put it on a wax cylinder, which (laughs) would have been even more of a UMD disc. Uh, Yeah, or UMD on Amtrak or something like that. Good God bless you. It's just that, like you say, could it be Rockstar are testing out appetite for a mechanic? And I guess that is a measure of what size of prize do we need, i.e. the free soundtrack that's really cool, to get people to do something that's actually a little bit in-depth and challenging. Uh, Rockstar will have the, the metrics of the player interactions with this, and I guess it will tell them is this enough to get people moving and chasing our, you know, MacGuffin style game through the the world? I don't know, but I, I agree that it could be a test bed of a mechanic. The only thing I would say, and this could be pure coincidence, is that we do work with Rockstar and this email talking about this mechanic got forwarded to me twice, which might be an accidental press of the forward button. But I do wonder if someone at Rockstar was there like, I <laughs> might want to look at this or it's an accident, right? But it, it just feels a bit too deliberate to be an accident.
0: Yeah, and it is the kind of thing that they have done before. So there was a tie-in with Red Dead 2 of GTA 9 where you could go and find, I think someone can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, I think it was a pistol in a cave where if you went and did the thing in GTA Online and collected it and your Rockstar accounts oh. were linked, you would then yeah. get a gun yeah. in Red Dead 2. So it's... It's definitely a thing they've been playing with, but it does seem coincidental that, you know, we know GTA 6 is on the way, and now they're starting to do more of this stuff in GTA Online.
1: Yeah, and please dive into the comments if you have any theories or speculation uh, based on your own experiences with GTA Online or Red Dead 2 about this.
0: Okay, one more quick note before we dive into the most exciting bit of this episode, which is... The voice actors that could be voicing the lead roles so we'll get to that in a second there was a quick thing from the rock station on twitter sent over to us uh, which was an interesting note that they had put the a shot from the nightclub of the gta 6 trailer side by side with the bbc 2 documentary and this is very uk-centric called game changers which was all about the history of rockstar games it had daniel radcliffe in it is it that one yes did yeah harry potter played one of
1: the houses, as I remember.
0: Yeah. And now famously, Rockstar denounced this uh show, saying it was all made up bollocks. Uh, but the shot that they've put side by side, Rockstation Gaming, is of a lady in a nightclub playing the decks, which does look very similar to the shot that was in the GTA six trailer. However, it is a scene of a lady in a nightclub on some decks like there's only so many variations of that you can get but i think dan you wanted to just touch on this before we go into the bulk of the show well it, as you say visually it's hard to say this is a definitive easter egg
1: however rockstar have elephantine memories, I know this for a fact based on our media dealings with them, it would not surprise me were they to throw in this level of, truthfully amusing but quite petty easter egg, (laughs) right? It's funny. Uh, All I'd like to say was, if you haven't seen the Game Changers documentary on BBC, first of all, to note that it's not that good and and as Rockstar said, uh, they described scenes of it as absolute bollocks. I mean, look, loads of TB is Fantasia and, you know, of, of course, right? Now, I, the thing was interesting is having done GTA 5 O'Clock and our various uh, work with Rockstar, I'd met someone who was a, a producer or an exec producer on this very show. And when they clocked that I knew a lot about GTA, quite clearly got me to fess up everything I knew. Now that probably suggested that they were desperately scrabbling around for good bits of information... Now, I do know things on Rockstar that I can probably never say without betraying a trust. But episode coming soon, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's the, that's the final episode. Um, but, you know, what I, I said something to them. I won't even say what it was. One thing that I thought was com- a complete act of frippery, but it, I knew it to be true. And it did appear in the show. And to my knowledge, was just about the only incidental detail that wasn't BS. So we'll see. And maybe at a later date, someone can virtually whine and dime me and get me to reveal what that detail is. But yeah, there was one fun thing they put in there that feels incidental, but I know to be true.
0: Okay. Interesting. Uh, For those of you who are looking for the Game Changers, it's currently not on iPlayer. I think they've taken it off, but I'm sure you will be able to find it on other services or possibly even on YouTube. Um, So have a little look around. Okay, let's dive in into the bulk of this episode and it, we are going to look at the characters that were revealed in the GTA 6 trailer. We're going to kick off with what we're going to call the unknown social media characters. Now, these are the ones where you've got like Leonida Man running in front of the gas station, you've got the music video, you've got the woman with the hammers. All of those little clips feel like they are riffs on what actually happened in real life. But if you're going to dive deeper into it, could these be sort of your Strangers and Freaks style missions that we got in GTA five when you went around and met weird and wonderful characters and had to do little side quests for them? I would suggest yes, and that would be a great way to bring life to the world and allow you to meet loads of different people in GTA's version
1: of Miami. Dan, do you think that's accurate? I think I think we're like fifty percent accurate. So I think like the Miami Joker character uh, who's really enjoying his five minutes <laughs> of fame and uh, Hammer Karen? Uh, just absolute shoo-ins for strangers and freaks, and I think that's a brilliant spot. And I can easily see them replaying that. the The characters where I suspect they will be a different type of side mission is the High Ballers Club and the Hillbilly Mud Club. Mm-hmm. Is it Thrillbilly Mud Club characters who seem to be more. This seems to be an emerging train of thought that they're more like custom car clans. God, it's hard to say who might be involved with the making of like pop videos or you know meetups or festivals. I can definitely see that being a different strand. So I think there's possibly two different strands of side-based activity coming out of this.
0: Yeah, because the the hillbilly mud club thing in particular is a real event that happens in Miami. Yeah, you can. I think it's annual. People go there, they drive their trucks around in the mud, they drink beer, they have a good time. And they do seem to have their own logos on those clips, suggesting that maybe they are like, you know, TV style shows that you could see in game or it was something that's a bit more branded than the social media clips that are the vertical videos that seem like people have actually, you know, sapped them rather than it be a professional recording out in out in the city.
1: And that's exactly the the, the critical point. that there, there's a, a UX style or a branding similarity between Hammer Caron and the Miami Joker Miami Joker actually it was displayed a bit differently, but the uh, the high bowlers and the Thrill Billy Mud Club share the same on screen furniture. They look like different cuts of the same thing which is that i would speculate is to do with different types of cars and meetups and possibly even uh something you film or take part in
0: okay so those are the unknown people there is a couple of minor characters one of which we do know a little bit about and the other one less so but let's kick off with stephanie g uh now this is the corrections social worker that we see lucia talking to in what we are assuming is the prison that she goes to at some point in the story. Now, the corrections social worker is in Leonida's Department of Corrections. There's an interesting note about this, that the Florida Department of Correction, which we can assume the Leodina one is based on, is Florida's largest state agency and the third largest prison system in the country, employs about 24,000 people, incarcerates about 96,000 inmates, and supervises nearly 166,000 offenders in the community. Handily, currently, the real life prison has a job listings up for what the social worker of Florida Department of Corrections would actually do. So we can have a little look into this and get a sense of possibly what Stephanie is doing in in the jail. I'm going to read this as a little quote out from their job listing and they contact program participants in home or other community locations to include the jail, which is I assume what we're seeing in the clip. The position is responsible for providing case management slash care coordination services via an approved curriculum to pregnant women, infants, and their families who have been determined eligible for participation in Healthy Start. These may include SEN, substance-exposed pregnant mothers, and their newborns. There's quite a lot to read into that if you believe the very old rumors that there could be some kind of child or newborn in lucia's life at some point in the story
1: yeah this if i was to bring out my divining rod this is the area where i would be going ding 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 (laughs) ding because there has been a, a like you said a rumor for a while that a child or you know lucia's child potentially or lucia and jason's child question mark is is part of the plot i mean we're really reaching here but to say that As a plot device in all of cinema history or TV history, parents being motivated by loves or needs of a child is a great lever to get things moving. And I could... I could very, very much imagine, particularly because we've talked at length in our trailer breakdown episode about the nature of Jason and Lucia's um, relationship and how it feels slightly uneasy and is—is is it? It's about trust. Is there really trust there? We don't know. And it, it might be that the glue that holds them together is there. This thing for their child. This is—you know—I'm—I'm I'm offshore here on a yeah. raft, yeah, and we're out of there. But I would know as a plot device, it makes a lot of sense, and I—I I think. You know, I would not be surprised. I would also say, and this is, re- now I'm I'm a million miles offshore now, you can't even see me, Rockstar have formed when it comes to parents and children in games and the passage of time. Could you imagine? Probably not. But, you know, that would be something truly incredible.
0: Yes, and I mean, you know, to join you in your offshore adventures, it was going to suggest that it's not unheard of, obviously, of, a passage of time that happens between the thing that you play at the beginning of the game and then later Uh, on. So what if, you know, the prison sequence is a huge passage of time where we start in one era and then are transported to another era when people have changed, children have grown up, you know, whatever. Yeah, there's a lot to dive into there that we could probably save for a whole nother four or five episodes. So
1: confirmed, <laughs> 95% of GTA, you play as a wizened Jason in a rocket-powered wheelchair in the maddest version of GTA Online yet. Right, okay, good. Confirmed. Okay, you it's, it's not confirmed. Don't clip that out. But it, I do agree with you. rocks are a precedent for making big time leaps and talking about familial connections. I, I if I was a betting man, I bet there's a child involved in this, even if they're not active to the plot. Yeah, or they become old enough to become active to the plot. Yeah, throughout the game at an unknown juncture.
0: Allah, the ending of yeah, Red Dead.
1: Exactly. That was, that's why I, I didn't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't played those games. But I'm sure people shore, are listening to like, this and have far played those off. games. And I'm hinting, so we may as well get quite literal,
0: just like in Red Dead, folks. Right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're not going to do exactly the same thing again, but you can see that there is a. A willingness to do that kind of thing. And yeah, and that kind of thing could happen. Stephanie also gives me like Michael's counselor vibes. I suspect she'll pop up from time to time throughout the game. You may have to check in with her every so often, perhaps once a week. Yes, I'm going to bang on about there probably be- hopefully being a cycle of time in GTA 6 where it goes through a calendar system or something where it goes, hey, it's Sunday, you've got to go and see Stephanie at the prison, something like that. All speculation, of course, but you know, that's the fun. Yeah, Stephanie G, nice to see the relative of the world's most famous saxophonist still getting work. Great, another another confirmed piece of information there from Dan. <laughs> it is Happy almost Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more character before we get into the, the two leads. Uh, there is this unknown character from the trailer and we see him greeting somebody else that you know looks friendly with this appears to happen in winwood which is the name of the place in miami that will obviously change when it gets to gta 6 around that location there's like loads of colorful graffiti it's one of miami's most happening districts according to wikipedia uh, it's got out- outside museums large-scale works by some of the best known street artists its surrounding streets are covered in warehouses craft breweries funky art galleries you know it's like a hip crowd that goes there we see them hanging around in that area we also see that we think again in the trailer as one of the cars is driving into a like graffiti emblazoned area think it's the same guy in there and if you believe some of the leaks there's a chance that he also pops up in that which would suggest he's a bigger role than an npc and i think is when we said when we were analyzing the trailer it's unusual for them to get such a prominent shot and a you know a full frame for a second or two if we're not going to see them again like i think you would suggest much like stephanie as we discussed this guy is probably going to be a side character in some way
1: Yeah, I I 100% agree with everything you said. I would also note that obviously Rockstar can't draw uh, an orange outline around him and go, this guy's significant. But what they have done, the tattoo that appears on his shoulder has previously appeared in GTA Online. So uh, it almost cements him to the canon in some way. So I think everything you said is true. And there's a further detail to suggest that, yes, you know, this guy is significant.
0: Perfect. Okay, now we're going to move on to the fun stuff. We've got obviously two lead characters. Uh, We're going to call Jason, Jason, for the sake of this. Now, I think the important thing here is like we assume that he's in a relationship with Lucia based on the clip, but he's not named Jason in the trailer. Now, if anything was going to change since the leak, it could be this. We've only got one official voice clip of him saying trust, Uh, but we can isolate that out and put him against some other people and see who we think might be playing him. I think him not being called Jason in the trailer is quite significant. Uh, maybe they're saving that for another time. But the fact that they called Lucia out, I think, is probably a admission to the leaks to go, look, mm. you know some of these things. I think if they hadn't come out, we might not have even got her name in trailer one because there's quite an easy cut you could do before, you know. Her name is shouted out by Stephanie. Yeah. That could just be, do you know why you're here? And she's just like, yeah, it's a mistake, I guess. I think that was probably a a nod to, all right, you know some things, but you don't know everything.
1: Yeah. Even if we actually do know and they just haven't said it yet.
0: Possibly. Possibly. (laughs) Let's see. All right. So, Jason, we have, I think, two and a half candidates for who might play him. Do you want to take these in the order that I think are least likely to most likely? Yeah. you, You take us through from, yeah. Highest likelihood down, I would say. Highest, Okay, so we're starting with the most... Oh, do you want to or we'll start at the bottom? I'm going to start at the bottom because some of these are okay. throwaway. Is this the half? Uh, there's two halves that sort of make a whole. So there's <laughs> there's an outside bet um, that has been flowing around, I think, some of the GTA forums, Reddit. One of those people who have been obviously dissecting this and discussing it. Tom Taylorson, which seems to be quite high up on some people's lists. He was Scott Ryder in Mass Effect Andromeda. Now, that's not a major part in Mass Effect... But I have my suspicions that it's probably not going to be him, uh, just based on, like, I mean, he, does, he doesn't especially look like Jason, not that that's the be-all and end-all of everything, but I just don't see it. He's He sounds not quite the same. Now, for all of these, we can pull out that one line that says, trust, and put it against some of their vocals, but Tom Taylorson has sort of, like, he does have a games and animation reel, so... I can probably play you a bit of that. Hang on. All right, Sam, show me what we've got. If this goes badly, if I get eaten alive, even if it's hilarious, please destroy the vids. Trust. Trust. Uh, everything's under control. Just a simple weapon malfunction. How are you? Trust. That's all you get. This is so much in the world of speculation because it's almost impossible to identify someone from one word. So that's that's one. The other outside bet is uh, Matthew Mettenzer. Now... He was on the shortlist for quite a long time, but I think there's been an investigation by the tense doctor on Reddit who has actually ruled him out. He basically doesn't do voice acting anymore and has started his own company doing something far and away from doing voice acting. They're advertising for jobs. like It just feels like... If that investigation hadn't been done, I would have delved much deeper into it. But
1: yeah, I feel like I've bought home insurance from this guy to be quite honest <laughs> with you. So uh, I don't feel strongly about his involvement, especially if there's been like a community debunking. Neither do I feel especially strongly about Tom Taylorson. Something I, like I would add, and I, I think you've hinted at it, is whilst it might be naive to base our speculation entirely on how close to the characters look to the characters in question, the precedent from GTA 5 is that they look incredibly like the characters and I think we'll we'll come into that later on. but were you to put Ned Luke side by side with Michael um, or you know uh, Stephen arguing against Trevor, it's it's almost like they've been mocapped and their faces reproduced. So I do think there's an element of that where that, that feels like a strong historical indicator and like neither of these two, especially with his beard uh, for uh, Matthew, doesn't feel like quite the right leaning.
0: Yeah, I think we can say with almost certainty that the voice actors are going to look, at least in part, pretty similar to their in-game counterparts, especially for GTA 6.
1: Yeah, I, I would be amazed were they to step back from the, that sort of precedent they've set in 5. I, I, I would expect them to be like ninety percent plus matches is my honest bet but you know it's also possible that it won't be in a go a different way but history would
0: suggest right well that leaves us with two options then an a and a b for the character we are calling jason option number one is gideon emery now he was born september 12 1972 which makes him 52 the first stumbling block for him is he is an english actor and singer and I'm assuming we're not going to get an English lead role in what is a very heavily American set game. But who knows? He's best known for his role in Teen Wolf. And he's done a lot of voiceover work for video games, television and films. Uh, He was Gideon in Call of Duty Advanced Warfare in 2014. Now, he looks vaguely similar to Jason if we put the two... Images here side by side for those of you who are watching on YouTube, for those who are just listening. Imagine two similar-ish looking (laughs) men side by side. There's a vocal comparison that we can do. Uh, This is him doing some of his many roles. And then, of course, I play um, Wolfenstein, The New Order, who's always having to do stuff. And why does he keep having to do this? But if he could just retire
1: already, I'm also uh, Gideon. Trust. Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare. It's very hard to do a voice and think of the credit at
0: the same time. See, now, putting that beside the the trust line... Trust. It's a gruff male voice. It could be your intro voice to GTA 6 o'clock, James. I start over Christmas just trying to say,
1: trust.
0: And see if I can (laughs) get on Oh, no, that's That's Michael does trust. That was very good. (laughs) So, there is him. Now, I think something that will become prominent as we move into these other people as well is... He has also been pretty busy doing a lot of other projects. Like he hasn't had a gap at all in doing released, You know, stuff that releases from two thousand and sixteen all the way up to twenty twenty two. So, although they are all small ish parts, you can check them out on his IMDb profile. We know that you know to do. Vo for a rockstar game takes a long time like those actors are in and out of that Vo studio in new york multiple times it would be unusual for them to be able to do loads and loads of other projects alongside it not impossible it did happen for red dead i believe like some of those lead actors did a lot of other stuff alongside doing the red dead voice work but it's unusual if they don't have at least some break so, your verdict on Gideon for the, the role of Jason. We're back in the um, Rockstar boardroom. My
1: very long story short is no. Wow. No, it's not. Uh,
0: don't call us.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Gideon. We'll call you, pal. First of all, every game he does, he only uses his real name because he's Gideon in Call of Duty and he's Gideon in this. And we,
0: I'm we telling you, it doesn't have to be Jason. <laughs> Could be looking at Lucille Look, and Gideon. That character's revealed to be Gideon. We've
1: we hit the bullseye. We've sunk the battleship. I would say again, this is slightly, being slightly more serious. His age profile is slightly higher than you might expect for the Jason character. The, the Jason character in the game, I you know, I don't know what you think. Looks to me like like early mid thirties, maybe late twenties, even maybe like
0: looks like that. But like the the sound of that, if you isolate that one word that we have out, I think it sounds actually slightly older. Like it sounds a bit more mature and tired <laughs> may, may, I mean
1: maybe yeah maybe I don't know I I just I get the I get the idea that they're slightly younger people I think yeah they've, they've told the tale of like a middle-aged man in GTA 5 and it doesn't feel like that's going to be that and obviously you can get a voice actor who's slightly older or younger to play any age but given the the physical side of it I just feel a bit less strongly about it and I could be made to look a fool but I just feel a bit less sure about it this one
0: okay well gta six o'clock says we're ruling him out which leaves us with my actual top option for this role which you know isn't just research that i've done as as i said before loads of other forums and people have commented and let us know about this one so brent antoniello he is 34 fits your age profile a bit better dan uh he's actually from fort lauderdale in florida Ding 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 tick, tick, tick. He has played a detective on NBC's Law and Order Organized Crime, so used to doing a lot of that sort of criminal speak. And maybe tellingly, maybe not, he has had a break in things that he has released between 2018 and 2022, which gives you more than enough time to spend a couple of years or, you know, on and off sessions in a recording studio doing something for a major game franchise. He's had time to record GTA 7 at this rate. So,
1: hey, the, the, the stars and the tea bags aligned much more about okay. his profile. I think the age, the looks, the fact that... And again, this might sound trivial, but the fact that he is from Fort Lauderdale in Florida, particularly when we come to our speculation about Lucia's character it would make absolute sense for me to, for them to ground the characters in the town they were actually born. Of course, it's it authentic. I mean, yeah. It would help. It's authentic. I mean, you know, in the same way you wouldn't cast us with our amazing knowledge of Florida's nightlife or whatever it is. We're, you know, again, that might improve, but I don't feel that's our strength. But no, we'll just, have a radio station instead. It adds you. the authenticity. So a lot about this
0: I like, especially the age profile as well. Yeah. Visually, you know, could conceivably be jason absolutely there's a we can do some comparisons let me play the the trust line again trust and then here is him i don't do anything normal people do i don't have a son trust i want someone to reach back you don't know how lucky you are having people who want to know who you really are trust uh, you know they have a similar as similar as we can say uh, like cadence to you know there's a bit of deep tones going on there you know, I, I think this is the hardest one to speculate on. But if I was going to place some money now based on everything, well, those ones that we've talked about, I'm going Brent. I 100% concur. And with the
1: caveat that there isn't much known about this character, really. you know, Obviously, we, we're looking towards the leaks, the Jason inverted commas. He is essentially a generic, handsome, middle-aged white man with an interchangeable gruff US actor voice. So it truthfully sounded quite a lot like everyone was clip we've played. But that last match felt like a really good match. And I'm sure, you know, we or maybe if someone in, in, in you know, is watching would like to do this, put it through one of those clever AI filters and get uh, an audio match. And worst case, you get to release a new Beatles single from it. So good
0: luck to you, I say. One quick note before we move on to Lucia is I saw some people who were reacting to the trailer and some stuff that was coming out around the trailer time is like someone being is that troy baker i'm gonna throw my hand in the ring and say no it is not troy baker uh we have worked with troy a little bit in the you know in in our other roles in the, for over the last couple of years now troy is not someone who is definitely going to say oh guys <laughs> i can't come down because i'm uh recording some stuff with rockstar uh, but we have worked with him a couple of times and again in the same way that you know, the other people we've spoken with have been doing a lot of other jobs. Troy has been in a lot of other games mm. recently, and it doesn't feel like he's been unavailable enough to have done a lead role in GTA.
1: Yeah, and like you say, without wishing to sound too name-droppy, it's not like Troy is besties. Like, I know he, he exchanges DMs with James occasionally. There we go, James, you and Troy. But it, it, it's, Hi, not, it's, it's not like I think he would just go, oh, my God, you won't believe where I was last week. Um, No, I know under NDA, so of course he's not going to And he's a a great pro So that's not going to happen But from looking at when we've worked with him And the interlapping work schedules It doesn't feel like there was a gap For a project of this magnitude He also brings, for good or ill Quite a bit of baggage He's like Troy Baker, arguably the world's Most famous video game voice actor I don't believe that's what Rockstar would want It transposes too much onto the plot And brings too much with it So I just don't see it
0: which is a great segue into Lucia, namely because I totally agree and think Rockstar are going to want these voice actors to be known for being these playing these roles in GTA six. Don't think they're going to want someone who, you know, you're not gonna get Daisy Ridley and they'll be like, Oh, it's Daisy Ridley from Star Wars is now in GTA six. Yeah. What they're gonna want is people to say, you know, like we've seen with with Ned Luke and The other people who are in gta 5 that is the role that they are known for now like the the thing when you go oh what did you do they're like oh i'm in gta 5 and i think that's probably where we're going to land with these people so in the same way let's move on to lucia and start off with an outside bet of leslie lovett now she is only an outside bet because she has already denied that she's lucia like herself has said i'm not playing that role now can people say they're not playing a role if they are actually playing the role? yes they can <laughs> yeah she's allowed to deny it and and obviously would because they don't want to put that out there beforehand but there's a lot of I think people on this list that maybe fit the bill a little bit more than her. she could definitely do it. I have no doubts about that but I just I'm putting her in the outside bet category for now and I would also say
1: this is just looking at the what we know of the PR playbook. If you were the actor and someone had said, is it you? What you would not do is say yes or no. You would just literally not even give it the oxygen of a reply. So that's like quite standard PR playbook. It's just a completely blank something you don't want to engage with because her saying no in itself would reignite a news narrative. Mm -hmm. So, unless she absolutely unequivocally isn't and just just wants this to end, I I just don't think she would say anything. So there we go. I I don't think it's her.
0: Okay, well then that leaves us with three others. Working up into, think, what's probably going to be the most likely, let's go up one stage from the outside bet uh, to Sonana Castillo. She was born in 1984, which makes her 39. She's from the Dominican Republic. And... Moves to LA and immediately signed with Red Rock Entertainment Development. She's landed some high profile roles on television shows like uh, CBS, NCIS, LA, NBC's Heroes, and on CBS dramas like Without a Trace, CSR, Miami. So very much embroidered in that world of Miami and cop shows, that kind of thing. She doesn't have quite the same similar looks as some of the other people on the list that we'll get to and also hasn't had a real break in acting, uh, like, as we discussed, you might need when you're doing this kind of thing. She does have a sizzle reel. Um, and now, what we've done with these ones, because we've got slightly more of a voiceover track to work with, is actually isolated the lines from the trailer, mm. pulled all of the background music off, so we've just got the vocals now obviously this has been done through a program and using some techniques that crushes the audio slightly, so it's not going to be an exact match but you will get some sense of what they might sound like just as plain stuff which we then can put side by side with some of these people and see what works so this would be the lines that we're concentrating on from the gta 6 trailer bad luck i guess <laughs> i do if they get through this is by sticking together. Uh, so that is like the clean audio from the trailer. And then this is a clip from her sizzle Wheel." But him, he's gotta pay for what he's done. Optera rhinoceronte. I would suggest, after hearing them back to back, that there are other people on this list that sound more like Lucia than she does. I don't know if you have any differing thoughts on that, Dan. Not really. Like I, I, I feel like I've got a hot
1: favourite for the for this, so I'm I'm going to say I'm unconvinced. This is our our winner.
0: Okay, so Rockstar Boardroom saying no. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not the actual Rockstar Boardroom no. but in the in the meta of this show. Yes, Rockstar Boardroom, which leaves us with two fun runners again, which I think is good. Now. I don't know if we're going to have differing opinions on these because, well, let's go for I think which the one that you're going to pick first. Uh, This is Natalie Morales. You can see her side by side on screen again. She is 38, again, born in Kendall, Florida. She's been in uh, the ABC family series, The Middleman. She appeared in feature films like Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, Going The Distance. She's had a starring role in Fox comedy series The Grinder and NBC sitcom Abbey's and a recurring role in NBC sitcom Parks and Rec. Now, she has been a jobbing actress, again, for quite a consistent period of time with no real breaks for her to go off and do some VO recording. However, if you are looking at the side-by-sides of her character, she looks... Very similar to Lucia to the point where you're like, you know, if you were gonna make an in game version of her, you'd be like, Well that's that's what you would do. We have managed to put a couple of audio clips from her side by side with the lines from Lucia, so let me play that out. Well oh, no. I don't tell you they get through this is by sticking together. Go get some tacos.
1: Bad luck, I guess. You just don't know what it is
0: yet. <laughs> Now I would say the most significant point of that comparison is like the bit where she's screaming in the car like all happy and the laugh at the end like sound really similar. Obviously we are comparing like we said before hardly any vocal performance here uh, and you have to allow for some of the audio crushing and some of the extraction processes but she could conceivably play that role. Uh, she fits a lot of the boxes and looks and sounds pretty similar. Is this your number one pick? I mean, visually, I would say it's borderline, utterly uncanny,
1: which if we, if in the past has been the indicator, I think this is the strongest match. Now, I will add that you can find comparison and morphing videos online. I've just been doing it while we're looking that would support the case for our, our previous candidate for Sonali. But that felt more like the image software was doing the work Rather than this passes the very simple eye test mm-hmm. of they look the same. Now, like you say, she's never been a like a lead actor, um, but there's been quite a number of things like Not Least Parks and Rec. And actually, whilst we were talking, I realised that I've seen her recently in the Morning Show that's on Apple TV, where she plays alongside uh, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon uh, in the latest series, John Hamm, who effectively plays an Elon Musk-style character. Um, And so uh, she in this is like a sort of, I guess, like C tier character who gets, she's appeared in a couple of episodes and had about five minutes, but it didn't feel like the level of workload where you'd be like, wow, um, you know, this, this would stop her doing something else. A lot of things feel like they align. It's largely based around visuals and yes, age profile. And, and this maybe is the biggest giveaway for me, the fact that she is from Florida And from most significantly Cuban heritage, there's been a number of fan forums who've speculated about the Spanish news channel we got a glimpse of in the trailer. Mm. And someone was saying that its branding was quite similar to a Cuban news network. It was similar to that. So there's a lot of assumption leaps in there. But given Rockstar's penchant for authenticity, all of that lines up to me.
0: All right. Well, then let's check in with our final candidate uh, for the role. And this is one I was uh, with you, actually, from when I was putting this together, going for Natalie and was like, you know, I think this is probably the the number one call out pick. But I think I might have actually now slightly shifted to Alyssa Diaz. Yeah. Uh, now, she is 38. She's from California. She's been known for television roles as Celia Ortega on the CBS daytime soap opera As the World Turns, and as Jasmine on ABC's family series The Nine Lives of Chloe King. Interestingly, does have a small gap in released bodies of work from 2019 to 2020, which isn't a huge amount of time, but would be about the right time of probably when we think these voiceover lines might have started being recording, and is quite a significant gap. Now, she does have a history of playing these kind of roles there's actually a clip uh, that we can play where she is a detective but if you put that uh, side by side with the beginning of this clip we can have a little listen but well, i don't know. If they get through this is by sticking together two months ago I feel flop i could use a beer you used to work at saint dubois funeral home is that correct now vocally i would say that they also sound very similar and If you do look uh, at a side-by-side of these two people, they are, you know, again, pretty similar in looks. I can spin this around. Yes.
1: Yes. (laughs) That's a yes with a dash in the middle. I I think that the the career break thing sounds more compelling, but I, I still feel, in terms of the evidence presented to us, I prefer the idea of Natalie Morales, but maybe Natalie Morales is a bit too famous. Let's see.
0: Well, you know, as we said, this is all speculation now, uh, and that's part of the fun. But if you've got any suggestions for people we haven't covered or things that you'd like to look into, in please let us know in the comments. We are going to say, for now, based on everything that we've just discussed, we're thinking Brent for the role of Jason in air quotations, and then maybe Natalie Morales for Lucia, Or I'm going to lean more towards Elisa Diaz because I think it fits slightly better. How about we put this on a Twitter poll
1: and we just get people to choose one, two, three, four uh, for their favourites for each of the roles. And
0: let's see if the crowd has the wisdom. Sure. We do seem to have a top two for both of them. So that'll give us an option and you can pick who you think after listening to these people and listening to us present the evidence to you which one you think so i think that about wraps us up for this week's episode of gta six o'clock we are going on a little christmas break like everybody else should Uh, so next week yeah is going to be very much in the midst of christmas and then there is going to be new years so we might have a week or two off from these really long episodes of the show we might be able to do something as an interstitial in the middle but For now, we are going to have a couple of weeks to go and have a bit of R&R, do a bit more research, and then come back refreshed in 2024. Before we do that, Dan, is there anything else we need to cover before we clock off for 2023? Only to say thank you. Uh, The reception to the show,
1: as we keep saying every week, has been absolutely astounding. I'm genuinely humbled. Uh, Please do check out the show on uh, Spotify and uh, Emerging Podcast Networks, which we will share via our X account. Uh, We've also got clip outs on the future game show channel. Uh, But yeah, thank you again. Have a fabulous holidays and a prosperous new year. And then we will see you back in full fashion in 2024.
0: Yes. Apologies if you can't find us on some of those podcast services. We are chasing it up. It should happen very soon if you can't find it. It is definitely on Spotify. It is on YouTube podcasts. It's also on as a video on our YouTube channel uh, and we will chase up Apple and the like over this Christmas break. So once again, thank you very much for listening to these first five episodes. So much more to come in 2024. So please make sure you subscribe and we will see you next year for another episode of GTA Six O'Clock.